हेलो एंड वेलकम टू द इलेवेंथ एपिसोड ऑफ द बी डी एस एम पॉडकास्ट इफ यू हैव नॉट रियलाइज ऑलरेडी वी हैव जस्ट कंप्लीटेड वन ईयर ऑफ कोविड इन मार्च सो हैप्पी करोना एनिवर्सरी टू अस ऑल इन दिस पॉडकास्ट we are going to talk about our initial reaction to covid we are going to talk about how people have adapted to covid how technology has impacted our lives because of covid and so on and so forth and towards the end we are going to try and answer a very interesting question posed by eton so stick around till the end if you want to know what that question is going to be also joining us today is our wonderful and eloquent friend janel welcome janel and we have our regular peeps eaten and lionel yeah hello listener it's uh, glad to be back after quite a hiatus and also it's great to have uh, janel also on this podcast she is also a member of toastmasters club which is a public speaking forum hopefully it will rub up on us and our listeners can expect to be more refinement and verbosity in this going uh, in this podcast going forward <laughs> that's a lot thank you eaton and lionel edgar for having me on your show and this podcast series most welcome lionel you want to introduce yourself no people know me they've kind of fed up <laughs> of me by now <laughs> they've heard okay. a lot about me and i'm going not going to use a lot of words but hey guys it's glad to be back it's glad to have uh, janelle out here a brief introduction to jenna and the toastmasters but also she was part she was with us in uh, in our college days and so she's one of our friends back there in college so thank you jenna always a pleasure to have you and pleasure to talk to you so yeah great so uh, one year ago exactly uh, what when when you guys first heard of covid what did you what did you think of it uh what was your initial reaction basically when the pandemic first started janel so corona virus disease that is covid 19 as we all know it started in 2019 so as we all know it had started in 2019 and little did we know we would have to go through a whole year of it and even more that we're still fighting so initially i did think it is very similar to the sars and h1n1 viruses which were there earlier yeah and it would fade out over the period of time so much so i very conveniently made plans for myself for the whole 2020 so nonetheless that was the my reaction that you know 5 6 months down the line and little i also didn't expect it to come to mumbai <laughs> so we yeah. thought okay it's in the far asian countries and it won't even reach somewhere yeah. to my door <laughs> right right yeah man Lionel what did you think of your first reaction when the pandemic started so i initially started tracking the virus when it was just uh, epidemic in china mm-hmm. so as a consultant and as uh, as one of the research analysts usually you have a lot of manufacturing that goes around in china right so back then we were analyzing how it affected the manufacturing and and how it affected outputs and you know how how companies were looking to alternatives uh tracking that it started if i'm not mistaken it started somewhere around november and all and i just realized the country had left its doors open 
टू पैसेंजर्स एंड 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 दे आर लोकल पीपल ड्यूरिंग चाइनीज न्यू ईयर दैट्स वन आई न्यू दैट ओके आई हैड अ सेंस इन मी दैट शिट दिस इज गोना गो डाउन दिस गोना गो साउथ फ्रॉम योर लाइक अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल का चाइनीज न्यू ईयर नोइंग लाइक वर्किंग इन अनदर बैंकिंग इंडस्ट्री बिफोर इट इज अ टू वीक हॉलिडे एंड अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल विजिट चाइना एट दैट पॉइंट इन टाइम सो व्हेन योर कंट्री इज फेसिंग एन एपिडेमिक एंड यू लेट योर डोर्स ओपन इट्स गोना टर्न आउट फॉर द वर्स सो दैट्स व्हेन आई रियलाइज ओ क्रैप दिस इज गोना टर्न आउट बैड i thought okay fine let's let's have a look at it and how it's going to affect india and stuff like that and then the moment uh, india had and mumbai had its first case i said it's just it's just the beginning it's just the beginning because india is such a place it's highly populated the moment you light it's like lighting match in 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 like propane out here mm. technically you right light a match everything is going to blast and burst in your face so that's when i was like crap so the moment it hit india within a week or two we went into a pandemic and lockdown and, and stuff like that and my initial views were like uh, <laughs> is this something like world war z or is it something like i am legend or one of those movies when you walk down the road you see yeah. everything empty you see no one is there around yeah. you people are fighting for existence and living people running to grocery shops grocery shops are shut uh, your baji wala is a shut so yeah that is my initial reaction we are in we are in a movie we are in world war z yeah eaten which is that other movie do you remember uh, where it's actually about a pandemic उटब्रेकिनो Yeah, that was so, a good movie. That was a good movie. So, for a listener out here, Outbreak is a movie about this uh, virus hitting the small uh, town in US, and the moment it hits, they try and cordon off the area, and the same thing what they did out here contained it. Mm. The end result was they were going to bomb the entire city. Mm. So, <laughs> yikes! So I was like, I hope this does not happen to us out here. Like, where they just go and contain an entire city, and you know, whoever's well, they will go out and just bomb it. Yeah. I don't think they'll actually do that. I mean, that's crazy. Right. So, Eton, when I mean, when the pandemic happened initially, what did yeah. you think uh, about it? So, I mean, to be honest, I very underplayed the whole situation. So, I uh, when I was in office, one girl actually came up to me and she's like, "I'm scared about the whole virus. Hmm. Uh, I hope that they do a work from home thing." Hmm. uh and i'm like why would they do a work from home thing for a uh, virus I means because it's something i never expected mm. okay and funny thing also i mean just to illustrate how dangerous it is uh uh that for the pandemic uh, coming into a populated city like mumbai yeah. i think on the day literally when uh, they were going to send all of us home on uh, the work from home thing i mm. had overshot my train and i ha- i had to go ba- um, backwards so normally i get out at vikroli but i had to i got on at uh, mulund and i had to go back so mulund mm. to vikroli stations are very very crowded and i was like jam packed over there and i had my hand holding a uh, one of the railings and one guy literally just coughed on my hand <laughs> during a pandemic and i'm like looking mm. like dude there's a pandemic don't cough 
Yeah, yeah, but you can't expect that in uh, the Mumbai locals, right? People don't yeah, care even if it's yeah. a pandemic; they are just going to cough and sneeze and yeah, whatever. So, to be honest, I mean, when this first started, even at the end of the day, when yeah. they were telling us to go home and we are going to work from home and stuff, I literally couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just going to be like one week, two weeks, or something like that. But then slowly, slowly, as it unfolded, and then we had that whole. a uh, giant lockdown and stuff like that then it suddenly hit me that this is a very serious situation and Correct. probably it's time to take it seriously now yeah now the pandemic has hit now after that what happens uh how did you guys manage like for on behalf of Lionel and Eaton i know how we managed it <laughs> by doing a lot of video calls and we had a uh, movie night and we used to play what was that ellen degeneres game we used, we used to play uh psych 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 right so we did a lot of that stuff but janel what about you man i mean how did you uh, what what did you do once the lockdown and you know everything was enforced how did you spend your time so i live in mumbai with my parents and the given the kind of lifestyle we have had before the lockdown and pandemic it was a very mm. uh, had a very erratic schedule of work and very tight on time okay. so i used would always say when i have time i would do this i would do that so uh, yeah uh, non- nonetheless i had a to do list with me and uh, be it speaking uh, with mom or endless conversations with dad and so much so i've also got a lockdown recipe book and <laughs> wow. uh, yes i am amongst those people who have also tried the very famous dalgona coffee and banana bread <laughs> as well so yeah. that was a rage at a certain time so that oh. was also ticked off my box so, right yes. right so how did your dalgona coffee come out like was it good was it uh the way it was supposed to come out or you had to try many oh, times perfect and go if i'm not mistaken i did get a like from you on instagram on that post or sorry oh. but <laughs> i did feel <laughs> i was i was liking everyone's post you know why because people people were posting that uh, i've lost after losing an arm to making this coffee here yes. is the picture because apparently you're supposed to stir it a lot right like Correct. and it, it's yes. your hands are spinning Oh, uh, yeah man so that was hilarious but you know covid has also its dark side uh, which i think we should get into now which is uh, i mean people were really affected badly people who were staying alone they were isolated they could not go out i mean and uh, there was no social uh, aspect i mean we we totally lost our social aspect any which because of the internet we have lost that uh, you know where we go out and meet friends and stuff because everything is online and now with uh, with this covid happening and the lockdown happening everyone was stuck indoors families were screwed couples were screwed i mean <laughs> many many people were screwed uh, so i mean uh, talking about single people eaten you have you have been living uh, alone without your family how did you yeah. manage the situation what what exactly happened what did you do weren't you like afraid or scared or or were you enjoying it like what are, what is your feedback mm. Okay so just to clarify when Edgar referring to me as single he means that I'm living alone in the house you're also single also but yeah well i'm hope hopefully as this podcast grows and more of our female listeners here we can market that here. point eaten yeah we can market that point have yeah. you met eaten yeah yes. back to point buddy yep. <laughs> sorry okay so yeah basically it was like 
it was a very trying time. So I think one of the most scariest situation was when uh, the prime minister had just come on TV mm. and he had just announced saying that from tomorrow there's going to be a total very strict lockdown. Yeah. Okay. And for me, I didn't normally keep a lot of food in the house. Yeah. Because I live alone and I get a tiffin service and. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, all of uh, they are. There's going to be a lockdown. I don't know whether I'm going to get food or something like that. What's going to happen? And at almost at around eight o'clock in the night or something, I actually thought about just going to Starbazar and picking up stuff. Mm. But in the end, and I think also another thing that probably aggravated the whole stress is the fact that uh, there was a lot of uncertainty and. The laws were not really, the rules were not really Clear. broadcasted properly. Correct. Yeah. And also, the cops were actually hitting people. Okay, so there was Zomato workers who were saying that when they were trying to make a delivery, the cops had, uh, uh, what do you call it, hit them with sticks and something like that. So, because of that, there was this whole uncertainty thing. You didn't know what was going to happen. And if you, if you were with a parent or someone, probably the cops would take a little pity on you. But yeah. when you're... Then with the youth, they are less forgiving. Correct. So it was a little bit of a scary time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was definitely a scary time, and especially when you're living alone, you don't have one already. You're not going to the office, so you're not having that social comfort mm. because we are social animals. You don't have that social comfort in office, and now you're stuck alone in the house. Mm. You don't have that anymore. You don't have that again, and you don't even have your parents to like st- speak to and stuff like that. So Correct. it was a very difficult time. Definitely yeah. not something I like want to do but, again. So you guys, that is Janelle and Lionel, y'all at least, and myself also included, at least we had our parents to speak to. But uh, were there any issues, even in like you know, so even though we were living with our family, were there any issues? So Edgar, the issue issue is that uh, earlier it was a. the scene when we were not able to spend time with parents mm. because of uh, work pressure and uh, and the other our other day to day activities right. now that we are able to spend time mm. it was also the psychological impact of being uh, in a lockdown situation and not able right. to move being around and it all starts with your getting your own space and moving out right that was from my end because it's when the work pressure started building in yeah. and it also had becoming an issue when you didn't know where to draw the line yeah. between uh, your uh, your home time your me time and your work hours yeah definitely definitely and lionel how is this how is the situation with you man like with uh, at home well if i talk about from the lockdown perspective when when it just started yeah so it was like Okay, I'm there at home now after so many years of mom complaining like you're not there, you're not there. But then it got, it it started off like okay, I could spend time with her and you know with the all and then with the games and psych and all. But then it became more like I'm there at home, but I'm not there at home. And that was the only biggest issue which I I I faced during the lockdown because it was so uncertain. You couldn't get uh, mm. like in terms of job wise, you were just people were losing their jobs. Yeah. even for us we were losing clients and all our times and we were like okay how do we keep a float at this yeah. time we didn't we didn't get a we didn't get a raise and stuff like that 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 was like from institution to institution but i but i thank the company for like you know at least keeping me but then it was a very uncertain time and in in house situation also it 
thing was i live in an area where like okay i've just moved in out mm. here how i do not know this area mm. so, so had is... i been had i been in my uh, had yeah. i been in my old house i knew where to get my grocery correct. where i could get the stuff or where i could not get mm-hmm. the stuff correct your at certain times there were days where i was like shit how do i get bhaji how do i get a normal atta which is getting over yeah basic stuff and also you had a problem with yeah eating. yeah yeah and then if you would book it on big basket and all these guys at that time it they, they they were new to the pandemic so mm. it was like they did not know how to deliver at that particular slot and time and right and it became like okay if i if i had to get atta to literally one two days wait for atta to come come yeah. home and two three days like that yeah food aspect yeah initially it was a struggle now it's got a little better mm. but then it, it went on to us uh, having time not getting time to spend with with parents even though being there at home you're there but you're not there correct that that hurts yeah that hurts them even more like and that's kind of right but if i remember correctly big societies like the one where you're staying in also mm. they kind of lock the gate lock the entrance no so people are not allowed to come in and uh, they some something like that happened no you were told us in between right right so i live in a gated society out here mm. they they it 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 became strict like no one from other colonies mm. and the surrounding areas could visit us mm. except for let's say people inside this colony mm. but then the amount of people that started contracting the virus it was like four five flows at one Damn. time and they had to literally cordon and seal off the mm. building itself you had these boards and posters like do not enter this building we we had two lifts one lift specifically for covid patients and covid families oh, wow we weren't supposed to take that lift we weren't supposed to touch that lift that lift was sanitized every day that lift was cleaned properly you couldn't enter those floors those floors were barricaded and locked by the bmc mm. and by the tmc out here being done yeah so stuff like that was there but then people used to sm- after 3 4 months it became a little relaxed the kind of body used here. to it Right. yeah yeah that's about it on on on, on yeah. the colony aspect man so i think another good point is that at the start of the pandemic there there was a lot of focus on using this time wisely so mm. i know that linel is on nine gag which is basically a meme sharing platform so over there there were thanks to eaton though yeah <laughs> i keep tagging him and stuff on facebook uh so there was a lot of uh, uh there was a lot of memes saying that if you get out of this pandemic without any uh, new skill or right. new language or something that's your fault right and even in our office even on platforms like udemy and uh, up coursera uh, uh, work yeah coursera sorry yeah there was this whole thing where use this time wisely by giving you like a 50% discount and stuff like that and even yeah. on exercise apps exercise mm. apps were giving a very very good offers and there were people who said that now i'm going to use the time to exercise and so they bought the apps and then didn't use them for a year yeah <laughs> i'm looking at you edgar yeah. so yeah this so is going to be edited out okay. <laughs> okay so i just want to add to what eden has just said yeah although it has been said repeatedly that you have to use this time wisely on the other hand it is also said it's okay to be mediocre because right. you don't have to use this time to do something because it is also where you you really need this time to get yourself together and not do anything because Definitely. like they say like the weekdays are so crazy with work yeah sometimes just being at home and doing nothing i feel is a luxury in itself correct definitely which we often miss out on definitely 
but many people who are staying at home uh, you know who are working crazy hours and the thing is in in a place like bombay at least you guys go to work from say x for x number of hours but you also have to calculate the traveling time back home right. to office and back back home but now indian companies indian mindset <laughs> indian mentality these guys started yeah. they the bosses make the employees work even longer hours and that has led to a lot of depression and suicide rates uh, which have been increasing so it it's that's also a really bad situation uh, so you have anything to talk about that janel so to begin with edgar that is when we actually seen in the eye the psychological impact of the lockdown and covid straight out because nobody expected it to reach such a stage that it would lead to suicide cases in, mm. and then there was a far increase because yeah. when it we seen it so rampant and and the main reason why this was because of the loss of jobs and right. depression because you're living alone you're cut off from the world right right and suicide cases is when because the loss of job is such a situation where people are have financial financial issues were also hit yeah and where people succumb to the pressure they were Definitely. they had no option and yeah. and because they were continuously being succumbed to the pressure because the loss of jobs was so rampant mm. they thought might as well succumb to the pressure and there was no way out mm. and then when the work from home became the new normal yeah that's when you realize there's no concept of time and yeah. you're forgotten to get yourself together in the midst of all of this and the only way out was but these things which we seen definitely and which is why like how you mentioned earlier the exercise apps and meditation apps and then you seen the rise of sleep apps also yeah. were on the rise you know which uh, a lot of uh, focus was given to these and i also do see apps which also which are more calming and help you uh, isn't the name of that app called calm right right yeah yes. that's one of the app yes a, but it's pretty expensive right to pay for the stuff there are many apps there are many apps mm. so one is calm calm mm. helps you i think to put you put you to sleep or when you're like in a meditator says they mm. you have money many apps by under armor and Achha. nike and all those guys they have like uh, uh, like like small small app company so yeah. it's I like, recently that seen an app called therapist where a lot of people are who are feel are either shy or hesitant to go to a therapist so hmm. this new app is advertised called therapist where you can just confide to an unknown person or unknown uh, therapist on the app and you know talk to someone yeah. when you need Dude, I'm sure therapists made a lot of money during this pandemic because <laughs> totally. yeah. the mainly I think the major market was uh, couples who are fighting, and you know I mean, dude, just imagine like if you're a couple, how uh, you're living with your partner like twenty four seven now, and you know how whether you can stand them, then everything comes into play, right? Uh, when I'm sure they must have been fighting and stuff, but. uh i don't know fortunately or unfortunately none of us <laughs> have another <laughs> we are not in the couple scene right now so i think we can stay off that topic i wonder what the newly wed whether they would take this time 
Oh, they yeah. had kids. I knew many newlyweds, like, you know, from my office, they had, like, kids. They're like, they, they got we married in jam. The, <laughs> yeah, they got married in jam by, by Feb, March. The pandemic happened by December. Yeah, December, I get an announcement. I got a kid. I'm like, oh, wow, oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So there's this joke going around, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, that if you could survive with your partner in the lockdown, you could survive with that person for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because that's when you yeah. spend money. But while couples have also said that, uh, you know, they have owed their divorces to the pandemic. And so the pandemic is the catalyst. So mm. it was just put the blame on the pandemic for everything. Yeah. <laughs> It's like old age, na? you see these uh, uncle-aunties, the moment they grow old, they live with each other like 24-7 and then they start arguing with them. <laughs> yeah. That came a little earlier in their life right in now. In their life, definitely. But uh, children, I'm sorry, couples having kids and, uh, you know, already they are dealing with a lot of shit with each other. But then to add to that is the office pressure, which which is like another aspect which makes life so difficult. And you guys have been uh, facing it as well, right? So, what would you say uh, a negative thing that your company did for you, which increased your pressure, other than the increased work timings? So, I think one of the one of the things that we are doing is we are having a Zoom call at uh, uh, ten o'clock every day. Mm. So, uh, that is probably good for you know the manager knowing what exactly we are doing and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, for us, we are in. Uh, I'm in a research consulting like uh, role. So for them, for me, we have billable and unbillable hours. Okay. So now, because I have to do that f- uh, half an hour every day, my unbillable hours go up. Okay. Oh, and in the end, my okay. utilization, uh, my utilization goes down, which can basically pop up. And uh, so one is that, and I think also another thing is I am working long hours, but there's the whole the matrices are not really capturing it. Right. So there's this whole unbillable hours thing here and there. They are going on, they're using a percentage in order to just say whether you're doing well or not. So there was this case where I was working above and beyond. So suppose for example, my billable, I was supposed to work 180 hours every uh, quarter, Hmm. but I was working more. I was working around 230, but I was also working. I'm giving an example. So I was, so what happens is due to the, yeah, due to the matrices, they just basically said the, your billable hours divided by your total number of hours, that is your utilization. And that is how we are going to, uh, judge you. So even though I was working a lot, hmm. my utilization fell down because of the unbillable hours and my manager is coming over here and he's telling me, Ethan, your utilization is going down. Mm. You need to bring that up. Right. And I'm like wondering why, why is my utilization going down? I'm working more. My client is also giving me more work. And then when I actually looked into it, there was like flaws in the whole way they are measuring us. So I think that is probably just focusing on meetings and uh, matrices is also yeah, probably something that just added. And I think also uh, in another sense, uh, we had a friend uh, who works for uh, uh, B2B mutual funds. Hmm. Okay. Right. So over there, he was given unrealistic targets. One, his targets were uh, changed a bit such that he was going to get less uh, compensation. And the second of all, they started telling him, start taking webinars. Hmm. So the 
his uh, independent financial advisors they don't want to go sit for webinars because it's just basically the same thing over and over again yeah but still they were just like you have to do a webinar you have to do a webinar so in that case all this busy work just came in and it screwed up with our whole it added additional tension to us at a time which was already we already had a lot of tension right uh you know what i think i think danica also should have been on this podcast to complain <laughs> yeah. about how long she's no, no, been working in office pressure no 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 she actually her best time was actually during the pandemic because demand for loans just fell so she was actually most of the time free and stuff like that so for two months uh, from the start of the pandemic she was free she had netflix she was binging everything only now recently things have gone back to normal yeah but normal no it's abnormal man the no, number of hours that she's loans. working is very very high it's normal for that it's normal for bank we gonna edit that out but yeah so <laughs> janel in your situation what was the do you think your company put you in too much of pressure too much of uh, like there was too much of work to do from home well edgar unlike eaten we want tracked so minutely so hmm. we are tracked on the basis of the work you produce or the work you show and not on a hourly basis okay so basically when you're in office the whole scenario is very different because you are from 10 to 6 in office you get your lunch break your coffee break hmm. and uh, your colleagues or either your if your boss right. is around they're able to see what yeah. work you're doing and how you're allocating your time correct and with the work from home they have no clue on which aspect of work how much time you're spending right so everybody was out there hmm. to prove themselves how hard they are working and how the impact of their work is showing in the company this so is during the when they were working in the company working from home okay working so from home because okay. i am working from home you yeah. do not know how i'm working you may mm. not see me online but i'm working mm. you may see me online and i'm not working so right. everyone wants to show how hard i'm working despite me not being in office so the situation was a bit of a different compared to eaten because everyone was out there to show their levels of productivity and yeah. they were trying to reach their targets more than usual which was not seen so it's yeah. just something which came from within without the company actually putting pressure because you you, you want to show that you are not wiling away time with, mm. before being questioned you right. want to show that you are uh, but my job should not be at stake and here is what i am doing this is what i am bringing to the table so there is no reason for you to you know fire me or uh, yeah give me a low a low grade or <laughs> any of those reasons right lionel was it the same thing at uh not it was some, so again like like we work as per utilization mm. and same thing what eaton says so in a nutshell it's how many hours you produce a day and how many hours you can bill to the client okay so it on an average if it was more than 8 it is well and good mm. but the only thing out here and the underlying factor which i've understood from all the other organizations and whatever i've known through friends is that our call time has increased what's call time so in office so when you're in office if i have to explain a task to mm. you your two three desks away from uh, i can just get up and come yeah, to you yeah, and yeah. tell you no that is wrong yeah. you're doing that 
i have that oversight right, right right but then oh you if i'm working if i have like three or four resources under me or if i have someone who i'm working with then you know i'm working for someone they will keep on pinging you they will keep on chatting with you they will call you up mm-hmm. and then you the amount of time that goes to explain what you've done mm-hmm. in at, at a work from home situation is far more than correct when you're sitting in an office with them correct and that actually builds up pressure like you know oh i have a time deadline a time bound delivery at 6 7 in the evening mm. and my work at 4 o'clock is not being checked or it's something has gone wrong or, or like xyz saying that oh, the person who i'm trying to get to it's like they are on a chai break and stuff mm. like that and you have that dilemma which is constantly there right uh to further elaborate on what eden was trying to explain mm. is that certain times that you get a task at let's say 10 in the morning and then afterwards with the calls and explaining stuff to the juniors and yeah and and your calls are not restricted to work all the time you have to have different aspects as well yeah. now with you sitting at home your admin procedures have increased as well mm. being in an office mm. because you're at home you're not in office yeah. you they have to include uh, look into security and safety and stuff like yeah. that and i do agree with yeah. that now that has increased unnecessary work mm-hmm. so that is your unutilized work or your non billable work which he was talking about mm. that takes another 3 4 hours so imagine you're starting at 10 and you're ending up at 9 11 or 10 in the night yeah. out of which 8 hours you're working on your project uh-huh. and then after is another 4 5 hours is admin right and then systems like like his capture that oh eaten was online or someone was online for 12 hours mm. or 13 hours mm. but he can only show for 8 hours correct and that's when you're questioned by your managers and bosses saying that dude you've been on for 14 hours mm. you've taken 14 hours to do an 8 hour task but you're charging 8 mm. hours and that's the question some some of the organization face we were not faced with that but we were faced with additional work on being the admin procedures right. and that is the only thing that went on to right. you know drive us crazy okay, okay. but uh, the wonderful thing that came out of all this is uh, you know the the silver lining or the the nice thing of this is uh, you know you guys are talking about zoom uh zoom calls and your microsoft teams and whatever you know so technology i got promoted that is the most wonderful thing <laughs> apart from technology yeah. <laughs> no but technology in this time has really really adapted very well i would say to to this covid thing and i would say i would also say that covid really exposed the issues in the current system and technology kind of filled some gaps uh in whatever mm-hmm. way possible in in your company you guys all use teams right yeah microsoft teams right. yeah we use microsoft teams yeah. so previously we had a internal system uh that used to crash a lot mm. so in the end we fully switched over to ms teams so it took a bit of getting used to right so when we first started uh, so what happens when we first started using teams it used to be our manager had to start a video mm. he had to start the call then he had to wait there would be some people who would say look the button is not coming for me so i can't join stuff like that mm. uh so it used to be a bit difficult and there used to be a lot of teething problems yeah but now we have found a ways around it rather than using a ad hoc a video where the ad hoc uh, system where the manager starts the meeting yeah. what we do is we have created a meeting we have created a uh, we have created a meeting a pre a uh, preset meeting which is set to go every day oh, so okay. at 10 o'clock everyone uh, there's a separate uh, window for that yeah. everyone can join on their own 
and now instead of the manager being the first to come in he's the last to come in and then start the meeting right so there was a nice role reversal on that <laughs> yeah teams right. usually you can start whenever yeah that's how the new thing is so all in all what i would like to say is that prior to this pandemic video calls have been very underrated and yeah. we are not taking video calls too seriously and then just a joy just seeing someone is what really excited us and if it was wasn't for the pandemic or lockdown we wouldn't have had a college reunion on <laughs> zoom i'm sure where we all were there i think that happened oh, yeah. uh, given the lockdown that was something very nice that we got to meet and see everyone after a very right. long time right other than uh, you know zoom call and microsoft teams and video calling and all that sort of stuff what you all just said uh, jinel have you benefited any thing else from your company any other benefits did you get so yes there have been a lot of benefits one is that we were able to connect with colleagues and friends globally mm-hmm. and that is something uh, we all really looked forward to because uh, on a normal re- regular work day wouldn't be able to connect with our colleagues across the globe given the time zones and now that we have there is we are at homes and okay we can get on to a call and we would not all not always look at it as something where you have to give an extra work hours yeah. but as a way of building your network and getting to know someone from the same work environment how are they dealing with things in a situation like this at the other end of the world mm. so that was something very interesting and we also so you, had you actually spoke to someone who is like in a different country and got a chance yes, to yes, speak yes yes for example we did i did speak to a colleague who's based in uh, hong kong and oh. uh, france and they told us the kind of situations they are going through in the lockdown mm. what are they doing right. so we have this something very interesting called a global coffee morning which i also conduct at work every quarter okay. so it's across time zones be it in the americas in 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 the uk and in yeah. across asia yeah. so where you get to con- uh, interact with with employees across the region nice. at that time and the irrespective of their designation you can ask questions and understand with aspects especially for a lot of me being from hr mm. induction is a very important part of joining in the organization when you join yeah. and when a new joiny joins the company this is something they are majorly missing out you yeah. can it's very difficult to conduct something like this virtually correct correct but what i have learned by organizing a global coffee morning yeah you can just speak to someone who doesn't know you yeah. but also understand their concept of of uh, dealing with things at mm. work and how are they facing with situation on a daily basis so that is something which has really helped us Correct. in workplace uh, in terms of physical benefits among all four of us i think lionel has got in the maximum <laughs> fucking benefits from his company so lionel why don't you tell us a little bit about that Yeah, when Edgar meant physically means uh, tangible goods from office. <laughs> that is the only physical benefit. So like, so so Lionel. Apart from putting out weight. So Lionel, yep. Lionel recently got a promotion. So I'm sure his uh, boss got a lot of physical benefits from Lionel. No. 
it's a pandemic you could get any so stuck at home man <laughs> maintaining stuck social distance yeah i'm yeah. maintaining social distance uh in ter- terms of tangible benefits yes so what our company did in december was that they had announced that uh, each employee would get like 15000 bucks worth of uh, reimbursable goods so you could we so many of us went on purchase chairs tables mm. even laptop mm. fans even uh, you know stuff like they gave us a full bucket list of things that we could purchase mm. even though they were expensive or whatever like from the from the uh, from the vendors but we could go from outside and get a gst bill and produce it and they would you know reimburse the amount to us mm. right that 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 being said uh, a few companies did do that like the big fours did it even we had done mm. it even uh, in fact us had done it before us the moment the lockdown uh was announced mm. and they just said okay fine you're going to we're going to reimburse you on tables chairs furnitures apart from that we do get a monthly reimburse so uh, you know internet bills are reimbursed nice. <laughs> so up to 1000 bucks i can spend on an internet bill and i get and get it back nice so that is that is the that is the monthly thing that is happening the other benefits also which we which we seen virtually is like we do have bi quarterly or quarterly or uh, socials so that's a new concept which these guys have come up with what is that exactly where you have it so it's like we used to go to a club and have our socials now they were like uh, they they keep it at home mm. so they the office would give you like you know credit 2000 or 3000 bucks or respective for whatever the budget is and then you can buy your alcohol and stuff like that and you know sit and enjoy mm-hmm. with your boss over a drink over oh, a call nice. That is cool. So this is this is this is the stuff that we enjoy. The primary reason I think so why they must have done this and why companies are doing that is because the real estate uh, they're shutting down offices. Mm. So realize work from home is is more beneficial, more cheaper, and more efficient. <laughs> so that's why we were given all these benefits. But then this is the only great part. The pandemic has got me in terms of tangible benefits and stuff. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, talking about technology, technology and. what is that what you said tangible benefits not physical yeah. benefits yeah <laughs> i'm sure even i mean we are just focusing on offices and companies but other organizations like schools there's been a revolution in that sector as well uh, like i have a friend he has a 4 year old kid his parents don't let him use the phone usually but now because he has to attend online classes he is stuck with his phone all the time and you know teachers are getting more creative and stuff they're learning how to edit videos and all have you jinel your mom is a teacher right right so so to begin with edgar mm. there was a time and until the pandemic that we always told children mm. you have only x amount of screen hours you have you can spend only so much time on a laptop or a tv or your mobile phone mm. and now it is the completely changed where the parent is giving the kid the phone right. the tablet and making the child sit in front of the tv and right. watch your online lessons yeah and this is something which has changed drastically and uh, they have no choice yeah. and especially in uh, homes where there is only one television set or homes where there is only one working parent with one mobile phone yeah or homes where there is no laptop or computer mm. so that has been quite a challenge for situations like this yes my mom is a teacher mm. and she teaches in a convent school where there are 60 kids in a class and managing 60 children 
and seeing to that they are able to receive the online lesson yeah. was a challenge in itself super and challenging then comes a the later stage where they can see it hmm. so you know How old first are the of kids? all it is very diff- so my mom teaches the first standard oh so which is why i is coming to the point <laughs> at that age making the child understand how to turn i'm sure children nowadays are very tech savvy mm. and uh, they are not uh, it's not a foreign object which is given to them they yeah. do know how to operate or tell which a phone from a very young age yeah. but teaching them simple things like when to mute or unmute the mic mm. when to allow the other person to speak yeah. is something quite was something quite challenging and you know the screen time like and also the attention span of listening so a child wouldn't mind listening to a or watching a cartoon network for n number of hours yeah. but watching to a educative session online it was quite difficult to allow the child to get to do something like that because the attention span is very short hmm. and uh, uh, Janelle, get sorry yes. uh, sorry to interrupt so i think there were there were also cases of mischievous children actually using the anonymity that uh, this tech provides to actually play pranks on the teachers and all uh like for example there were a few cases on nine gag about how there were some children who were logging in with the screen name mia khalifa or some other but her mom <laughs> some other in first standard i have not heard of cases think. like this in india because yeah, yeah. i sure they are very strict on making sure the child has joined in with their own name which is when their your attendance comes into place and they also make sure the parent is also not besides a child because very often the child the it's a parent who's learning and not the child <laughs> so you have to make sure to whom the person is getting the education and also a lot of times there may be n number of people in the room and the child is um, is only the child is facing the camera mm-hmm. so you really don't know where it is uh, heading right so yeah like right uh in your mom's case i'm sure i mean so what i know from some of my friends who are teachers they have to learn uh, how to video edit stuff they have to do voice over recordings and they have to send that to the kids my my mom used to help her friends who are teachers and they used to come to my house and they used to like my mom is literally holding the camera while her teacher friend is saying something and doing and doing some action and you know for for younger kids so did your mom also have to undergo all this uh, new learning things so edgar this was our time where i brushed upon and uh, worked on my video editing skills <laughs> right 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 so uh, <laughs> I consider myself very technologically challenged, and uh, I know that. like you said, this was a time where we had to learn a number of technologies and softwares. Yeah. I this was also add on to my list. Okay. So I was, I you wouldn't expect for any f- besides teachers, yeah. anyone who's in, a, for example, who's in a government office and at that stage of retirement, yeah, to learn something new, correct, and unlearn something which they have been doing. all these years so yeah. my mom has put in some 25 to 30 odd years of teaching yeah. and when you're so used to teaching in a in classroom and having the session so interactive yeah. overnight to do a online session or online teaching yeah it's super challenging it's quite a challenge Definitely. because you are not getting response from the students you do not know right. uh, how it is going across to them mm. 
so the whole concept of you know changing the way education is put forth to students yeah. was quite a challenge in the first place for my mom as a teacher because she wasn't that kind of who would teach by a presentations or would teach you know without making this class interactive so right. that was something which was where it all started correct so it was quite a challenge indeed correct so lionel uh, you have two nephews how are any any stories you have to share with us of how they are learning from school and how is going with them well for them let me take you back to our school days it's like mm. when we were in school we used to like get up in the morning brush our teeth and all and then run over there to the playground and then like you know we used to go to school like 5 to 10 minutes early yeah. you these guys have become so lazy <laughs> that if your classes at 9 o'clock at 8:55 they'll get up and switch on their laptop they'll not even brush their teeth mm. the the class is going on the video is off at times mm. and the teacher laughs why the video is off they're like you know uh, ma'am my video is giving me problem and stuff like that <laughs> not working and they nicely brush their teeth and they will eat breakfast whilst watching a class and all yeah. and then afterwards they like some some schools what they do is they record the class and the lecture for you at times okay so the these guys are like ha huh, we'll get the we'll get the recording later or whatever the activity sheet will see you you have a few youtube videos as well so yeah. so that's what yeah and then afterwards uh, and afterwards what had happened was that uh, like sometimes if you watch these memes and all some of these kids are damn smart so even if they have like an online test mm. okay you will uh, there, there is this questionnaire or whatever there's this app they will go to the code yeah. Okay, <laughs> so for the coders, will understand is better what I'm talking about. Yes. You will have a question, and then you'll have four answers. Mm. They will go to the code or the HTML code of that uh, that that answers. Yeah. And if it's false, 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 would be a wrong answer. And if you would go and drag your cursor on the correct answer, be true. Oh. So they'll they'll know which right answers yeah. they are. Wow. They are giving. So that is that is that is like <laughs> brilliant for some of these kids who yeah. learned the hack. Nice. so these these heroes have like uh, basically done that for the other nephew sometimes he has to go to school mm. because uh, the the schools out there in in, in abroad mandates for it at times right so yeah yeah but talking about abroad you know there are people who have done courses who have paid for courses in countries like australia or uh, i don't know you're somewhere in europe or us wherever and those guys are attending i mean they've paid in dollars or in pounds or whatever and they're still one semester or two semesters they have to attend it from their house in india because they are not able to fly to that country i mean that's a very f- situation yes it is uh, so one of the more important things apart from just going to the schools and getting that knowledge and getting that whole understanding of a basically an advanced mba another important thing is also the contacts you get from all these areas right so now yeah if you're just if you're just looking at a video you will obviously if you're doing a group work with someone you will get some you know you'll get some connection with that but you build camaraderie by physically working together attending meetings and stuff like that yeah so paying or going abroad or paying an amount of money for a foreign education and not actually being able to go over there mingle and actually you know build connections was it's doesn't make sense really affects you badly yeah but janel you also in a similar situation right yes edgar so to begin with i've been doing a course but the whole concept of the course is a distance learning course mm. 
although nonetheless it did require at a later stage to move to that country and uh, for a short, brief period and uh, understand how it is carried out how the work is carried out over there yeah what really impacts the whole situation is the experience mm. and which by that i mean the learning experience which just shortens the whole the whole learning because at the end of it you f- look at it as a course which assignments to complete so it brings back to old school of being theoretical and the practical aspect is just cut off mm. and that is something which is uh, really impacted the learning i feel in every in basically in the whole entire education system today it just impacted the whole learning because you are not able to apply what you are learning yeah, and you are doing it because you are at a different location and you have got to complete it and it just does get into your other space as well imagine us doing ximr distance <laughs> oh damn. literally think of it we wouldn't have memories right it wouldn't That's, have been the same yeah like all of us on zoom we wouldn't have like pulled by those legs we wouldn't have you know done something we wouldn't have had those memories uh, overnight in the conference yeah. lab and, and stuff like that we would have stories man yes, that's, like that you guys said like, the whole experience would wouldn't have been the same like Correct. being in ximr like i always say this i'm sorry for drifting into the topic but that has been the best two years of my life imagine we wouldn't yeah. have we wouldn't have had the lunavla pod yeah. think story also as well yeah. right we were talking about uh-huh. going to the bungalow and stuff and i wouldn't have been listen- here with you guys on this call yeah yeah, yeah. for the listener like like we had uh, so back to the lunavla story we've covered it in our previous podcast on the boot discussion and uh, scary podcast so taking you back on that so yeah memories and and uh, again networking like yes, you want to have just, just boils on, the on to that to boils on to you know building your network and connections mm. around another point i probably should mention is so i'm covering the middle east market in the middle east education market so over there the education market is actually pretty bad because one the government is not allowing tuition rates to increase so that the uh, the parents are not uh, overly feeling pressured and on top of that what they have noticed is that there's a decline in enrollment because uh, people are preferring especially if you are uh, in the UAE there's uh, schooling is very expensive so a lot of people are just going back home yeah so enrollment has gone down and also people are shifting from uh, private schools which are expensive mm. to more cheaper public schools correct so all in all from the education industry side the industry actually fell because there was a lot of additional pressures due to covid right so when you are saying that you know people are moving back home yeah the other side to it is there are many people who even want to immigrate from home to a different country yeah and they are getting badly screwed yes i don't know i think i've shared this story before also on the podcast but i am moving to canada and uh, because i have been personally impacted by covid in a very negative way i had planned to fly in 2020 and start my life over there but then i'm still stuck here in india um people are literally i've heard stories of people remove their kids from school because you know they have planned that okay in 2020 we're going to fly to this country so they've removed their kids from school they need to accumulate money right because yeah. starting a new life in another country is not cheap they sell their property they sell their flats they sell their cars they do all this thing and then covid happens and boom they're stuck in the house you know they've left their jobs there's no source of income i mean things are so so screwed 
and to make things worse countries like canada have this hotel quarantine thing even in india we had that mafia system no where people coming from abroad they had to this hotel mafia system rather mm. where they had to live in a hotel and hotels were charging them crazy amounts of money man same thing canada is doing they are charging you 2000 dollars 2000 canadian dollars for 3 days that's close to a lakh mm. rupees for 3 days just to quarantine and just so that you get a vaccine that's like when you think of it that's ridiculous but on the other hand yeah. edgar like mentioned india people are also paying up yeah. double the money yeah. to get away with the quarantine because so which is where yeah. the scam all starts in some places yes. because they bought and hotels are also have, have no problem with this because they are making their money mm. people are paying double the money of amount and and uh, you know which leads to the increase of the cases eventually yeah someone But shared a video recently right janel janel uh, she thing. only shared a video yesterday on uh, instagram <laughs> and i was chatting with her about that only that this is so ridiculous where if you are a foreign traveler you come from a foreign country you live in like say you are in bombay for example you pay you pay ex- just adding to the scam yeah you just pay x amount of rupees and you can you don't have to do your hotel quarantine that's that's crazy yeah definitely uh edgar just one one question i wanted to ask yeah uh do you feel that it was beneficial for you to have not been in canada during day 1 of the yeah. back, uh, of the whole virus pandemic yeah. or do you feel it would be better for you to at least get a foothold in canada rather than right now where you are in limbo yeah no that's a good question actually because there are two ways uh, that i thought about it uh, one thing is getting this uh, pr card is really important because that helps you to so there are for, so for someone who's planning their life who wants to stay in that country to get the pr card is important because once you complete x number of days that is 3 years or or 1000 days you can apply for a citizenship once you have a citizenship there are much more benefits and stuff so in that sense i wanted to go to canada fast so that i can get my pr card and i can apply for my citizenship and you know start my life and things get easy on the other side the canadian job market was totally screwed uh, people are not mostly not getting jobs people are getting laid off and uh, and also if i would be in a alone in a new country i would i would go mad man mm-hmm. so in that sense i'm very thankful so it's like you know one side i'm upset that i cannot start my life and on the other side i'm thankful that at least i'm in a safe place safe from the pandemic i think also another important point is that the pandemic has impacted people differently yeah where most of the fr- so all the frontline workers there are people who in restaurants grocery stores etc so on one hand they are referred to as necessary people mm. but on the other hand they are paying very less to uh, take on a a very high amount high of risk. risk correct correct so obviously when a when a f- person first immigrates into canada they would look for a survivor job right, right. basically something to just bring in a few amount of money yeah. until they find something more in line with their field right so you could have probably been in you could have been forced to take in a frontline job 100%. back when nobody knew how to treat a uh, covid in the initial days and you would have yeah. put yourself on top of a lot of risk yeah. and on top of that not having anyone around to help you yeah 100% so you maybe you dodged a bullet i did but what about those who have suffered from covid and you know how, how did they manage so janel for example unfortunately 
you suffered covid right from covid right yes sir thank you that was a very different <laughs> introduction <laughs> yeah, but, but <laughs> how how was it i mean i mean i don't mean to introduce it that way but how how did you like what happened how did you contract it share the story with us please uh, well to begin with uh, i get to watch netflix how to be a fuck boy now nobody wanna kisses yeah stating first world problem second you know chicken with the salad and a problem i can holiday with my bacon a problem but